made sense. It right? does he's not. a deeply committed family man. He he's, he's he wants to stand up and do the right thing. A deeply committed family man. What about the first family? <laughs> oh man. In this episode, Chuchi makes an oopsie. Bane lives up to his name, and Yaddle tries to tattle. We'll discuss Clone Wars episodes 3, 4, 3, 8, and Tales of the Jedi 4 in this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm here with my good buddy John. Hello. And today we are going to be reviewing, hey, guess what? Clone Wars episodes. Oh, we do have a... Yay, more. We do have a Tales of Jedi episode, which is good, which which I'm excited to talk about. But uh, today we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 4, which is weird because we kind of jumped back in time a little bit, which is odd in the time, timeline, but we'll, we'll talk about that. And then we also are going to be uh, reviewing Episode 8 in Season 3. So it's good that I think we're getting to Season 3 because uh, I, I enjoy the fact that we're moving through. We're not halfway done with Clone Wars yet, but we're getting there. And uh, it's kind of nice. Uh, John, what are you drinking? Tonight I am enjoying uh, one of my favorites. It is from Sweetwater. Okay. I know you've seen it around. It is their Hazy Double IPA. I do enjoy that. It's a good beer. It is so good. It is a good beer. It, it, it really is. That's that's one of my... Uh, that one's... So, we're in Atlanta, so I can't really speak to the rest of the Southeast or even the rest of the, the nation or the rest of the world for all our world listeners. I can't um, say that it's easy to get a hold of, but it seems to be somewhat available uh, around town-ish. Maybe the, the, wing, the wing places and stuff like that. But uh, actually yeah. buying it in the grocery store is pretty easy, so... Which is, which is nice, yeah. but we're just lucky because we live next to Sweetwater. It's a great beer. I'm drinking a Stone Vengeful Spirit IPA. I bought it. I think I've seen that one. I bought it as pat. I bought it as a part of the Tiki Bar Pack, twelve pack. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was really neat. I this was the first time I'd seen it too, and um, it's got four different beers. There's one that's like a pepper beer, which I'll probably try on the next podcast just to say, Blech. yeah, just to say I try it. Um, but this one looks pretty good. Vengeful Spirit IPA. Uh, you ready to pop? I am. Let's do it. Is there a countdown here? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a countdown. Tres, dos, uno. Cerveza. And I'm going to pour in the glass. So this is the, let's see here. I think it's the third summer that we've done this podcast. Um... And we're, and we're on episode 39, folks. Uh, we, 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 summer's travel season for us. We, we're always out and about. We're going to be, you know, gone for some parts of the summer. You're gone for some parts of the summer. I'm gone for some parts of the summer. Yep. And, uh, you know, so, so we slow down a little bit on the cadence. We're, we're going to try to jump back into it to where we're getting the, kind of the weekly things going. Um, we're on episode 39 tonight. We're in the middle of season three of Clone Wars. Um, Let's. Let, I'm going to make a suggestion toward the end of the podcast, just to just to offer us a little bit of a, a, a newer vibe, a little bit of a refresh. I, we're still going to continue on the timeline. For those of you that don't know, if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, there's a list that we found on Reddit. It is chronological order of all the Star Wars canon. So Star Wars canon is anything that Disney sanctions as canon after they purchased Star Wars. So they purchased Star Wars, oh man, like six years ago, something like that. No, more than that. It's, more than that now. Yeah, eight maybe years ago. Um, but basically what they did was they said, hey, everything before this, 
we're going to call Legends, which which is still valuable material, still stuff we like. But everything before this doesn't matter anymore. We're going to say that the main movies matter, the Skywalker trilogies, the ones that you've seen, you know, all through your life. And any new stories that we start doing going forward matter. They're the actual ones that are part of the Star Wars universe. And me and John decided to get together and a while back and said, hey, we're going to go through every single bit of this canon and we're going to do it in chronological order. Chronological order being the timeline inside the actual story versus, you know, the, when it came out, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, we've been doing this for a while. We're in the middle of... Probably the biggest C, I'm going to say, in the timeline, which is The Clone Wars, which is a epic um, animated series that went on for, man, 10 seasons, I think. I think I think it was eight or nine, and then uh, they added a 10th season to, to just kind of finalize everything. So there's about 20 episodes of each of these seasons. We do two to three episodes podcast. It takes us a little while to get through them. I mean, you know, we're, we're sprinkling other things in here just to kind of make it fun for us, so we're not continuously just watching The Clone Wars series. But that being said, this was a little bit of a weird week because we went from instead of um so once we entered season 3, we did I want to say episodes 1, 2 and then we jumped to 7, 8, 9 and then now and this is all like I said chronological order, we're jumping back to episode 4 which was Spheres of Influence. So we've got two episodes to review tonight, episodes 4 and episodes 8 of season 3. Um Season four, I'm sorry, uh, episode four of season three, Sphere of Influence. What did you think, John? This was kind of a weird episode to me. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But it was, it was no, it was very weird. It um, was. First off, you start back in the Senate chamber, and you're like, "Yay, more politics! We need more politics in Star Wars." And so that just, you know, you you don't have a lot of hope that it's going to be very interesting at that point. <laughs> exactly. That's a great, great, yeah, great quote. Um. But it, it does speak to, uh, this seems to be a, a constant refrain in Star Wars, that the wheels of democracy move far too slowly. Yeah, it's, it, it's the, it's the I, I think it's the theme of Clone Wars, honestly. I mean, you know, you talk about having the clones and all this, you know, battling and everything, but it's just the fact that it just shows you how terrible... Uh, the Republic is dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. Just, just outright dysfunctional. It's far too large to be manageable, to be functional. And it, it, that's, that seems undeniable. And that doesn't mean that you immediately go to a tyrannical dictator, but it does make me think, yeah, you, what you, are they trying to say? You understand a little bit why, not that you agree with it. It's just that you understand a little bit why. So, so basically, um, and this is a little bit confusing because uh, the last one that we kind of last time that we talked about um, this race of people was three podcasts ago, I think. Uh, Senator, uh, sorry, Senator uh, Rhea Chichuli and Ahsoka go down to help uh, the Chancellor of the planet, whose two daughters have been kidnapped. And this starts off super slow. We get Seth Green in there, which is kind of neat. We get his Seth Green's voice. We, he's trying to do this like weird Australian accent too, which is kind of odd. But um, but basically, he's the son. Uh, uh, so the, the the chairman of the planet, his son, and his two daughters are visiting the Senate. The two daughters get kidnapped. Uh, it, one of the neat things for me is I will say that it was done by Greedo, which was kind of cool. Yes, because we, yeah, we sure no. We, that's in my notes. Greedo? Yeah, we hadn't seen Greedo at all. We hadn't seen Greedo since uh, episode four, 
But yeah, yeah, like we, well, I shouldn't say we haven't seen him since four. I haven't seen him. The episode four in the timeline, of course, is later on. That being said, though, we haven't, we haven't, this is supposed to be Greedo's introduction, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and another weird guy that stutters a bunch. I'm not sure. It, it was kind of odd. Um, but basically, they kidnap both of the, the senators, or the, sorry, not the senator, the chairman's children. And one of them is taking to a trade federation ship that is blocking the planet. One of them is taking to uh, Hut or uh, Tatooine, but it's, I think it's supposed to be kind of like a hut, uh, safe house type thing. And um, so basically the two people split up, the son uh, and the actual chairman go off to find one of the daughters. And Ahsoka, who uh, kind of volunteers to do this, and uh, Senator Chichuri go to the other uh, Trade Federation ship, and they're trying to find the other daughter. Um, yeah. Let me, let me say this. The last five minutes of this episode were by far the most interesting parts. Do you, do you agree with that? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a hunt and find mission. You know, they both figure out, you know, a little bit of Sherlock Holmesing going on, maybe. Uh, they both figure out, you know, where these people are being kept. Some, you know, antics arise. They end up rescuing both of them. Yeah, so the last five minutes of this one is really just more along the lines of let's play the story out. Um, kind of... Boring. It, it's so it's but. played. Yeah, it's it's played out so straight that first of all, uh, what's the guy's name? Papanoida. Pa- Papanoida. Yeah, the, Chair, the chairman. chairman Papanoida. Yeah, he is like this totally kick-ass guy he is. to the point where to the point where I'm really suspicious. It's like, is he actually behind all of this? Because he he came across like he has no fear at all. I'm gonna get go in there and get my daughters and like it was he was trying to do this, you know, 3D chess move thing. And then that turned out not to be the case. It's just he just it just played out straight, and it was a little odd. The gunfight inside the safe house was really cool. He was like double barrel, like blasting yeah. away at the dudes. Like it was legit. Like you could tell even I, the I son kept, is like one gun. Like oh my god, look at that. I, I was just it, again. It was <clears throat> they they really had no trouble, and so I kept waiting for some kind of twist, you know, something. And no, no, it's just you know they go and get him, no problem. Well, there is a very, very, very straight little bit of a twist at the end. Well, I should say twist, but basically the the person that was in charge of the blockade was not aware that the kidnapped yeah. daughter was on okay. board the Trade Federation ship. Sure. And he tries to blame Sib. I forget the guy's, guy's name, but he tries to blame him that this was like this kind of like guy that was going rogue, doing his own thing, kidnapping the daughter. We would never approve of this. But of course, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's all part of the, the master plan. But um yeah, it was. It was. I'm not gonna say filler, but it was not moving the story. Well, along. I was just about to ask what what does what does this episode contribute to our understanding of anything? No, nothing. I agree with that. Nothing. Right. And in fact, it's confusing because Anakin says right at the beginning, "The Jedi can't get involved. This is a local police." Seriously, the Jedi can't get involved. That's a okay. That's a first. Also, too, he's very eager to send her off too, Ahsoka. Like he's like, oh yeah, sure. yeah, you can go, you're fine. I'll convince everybody yeah, the, back the, here at the Jedi it's Council a, that it, everything's it's all good. So, it, it's like they had to have him say something so that you don't have a legion of Jedi, you know, swarming the the trade separatist people to find these um, high ranking uh, children, and it just really screws everything up. It makes no sense. So do you remember the episode that we watched and we saw these people uh, fighting the kind of like the 
the ice. Oh, what were they called? I, I can't remember the name of the uh, actual species, but the ice uh, barbarian kind of guys that were. Uh, I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah, and then the 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 um, acting chairman I think is the one uh-huh. that dies, or the general is the one that dies. Remember, he's like a spear through him or whatever on the on the. Uh, Ski Swift thing, like just right. Oh, apart. was that the guy that wanted to wipe him out or something yes. like that? It, yeah, and the senator okay. is the one that kind of comes <clears> to the aid and says, "Hey, you know, we don't have to do this." Blah blah blah. And now she's a senator. Kind of follows the Padme path. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn. I don't feel like it's a filler episode. Like I, I'll call out filler episodes. I'm fine calling out filler episodes, but it really feels like a filler. Does it? Do you think it does? Like I, yeah. I don't know. I think it. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Fair enough. We'll call it speaking. Filler. Speaking of filler, so the next episode. Yeah, the next step. Yeah, let's talk about the next episode. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the next episode, this is would be episode eight of season three, uh, Evil Plans. Uh, what do you think about this guy? It's all right. A- again, the characters are acting weird. Why is R2 so suddenly uh, careless? Just like, oh, bar, I'm going to go to the bar. So why? it is the weirdest scene, I think, that I've seen so far in Clone Wars where R2-D2, who's, you know, I'm not, I don't know the bot's thoughts, but usually very analytical, that, like, sales bot guy. Committed like, to the mission. I mean, he's he's he dedicated. Totally he's is. No nonsense. He has done everything under the sun in these He movies. loses his freaking and mind. And he's just like, a and, spa? Yeah. Hell yeah. And he just wheels himself in there. Yeah, I don't know. This was a weird episode. I, 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 even from the very offset where Padme's like, you know, talking about all the different things that she needs, the outfit she's going to wear, and Anakin's like, oh, woman, we'll be fine. I'll take care of everything. Like, it's just a weird episode. I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's off. And, and also too, like the last 10 minutes is pretty cool. Like I, to me, it feels like that's the main part of what they wanted, the message that they wanted to give moving the story along or the entire story along. But, um. But the first 20 minutes, you're just like, what are you talking about? And the, the weird thing was, is like, I saw Cad Bane. And I'm like, oh, awesome. We got Cad Bane in here. And even he plays kind of a weird character in this. He's just kind of like, scrub the droids and let them go back. And I'm like, no, dude, you scrub them and then you impound them. Like, what do you like? Like, you're, you're Cad Bane. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is really weird. I don't know. I Weird episode. The, the, the one um, notable thing I will say is the, the merchant. Who's like the squid thing? Oh yeah, that was an interesting uh, design because they they give him his body like a cowboy hat and mustache, and he's like a squid. Yeah, did you pick up on that? Yeah, right? that yeah, and then also the guy that's um, selling the what was it? The, I keep wanting to say jackfruit, but I don't know if that was the name of it. Um, the George some some kind of fruit. Yeah, J something. J something fruit. Uh, the J something fruit was sold by a guy that was like Watto. And he's yes. and he's like shifty dealing, like blah 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 blah. And then that, of course. And then the other robot, which looks pristine almost compared to all the other robots in the episode, flies up behind him and starts talking about, "Hey, don't you want to go to the spa?" And again, I, I can't emphasize how much the R two wheeling off to the spa is the weirdest thing I've ever seen it, for that character. It, it really threw me off entirely. It, it it does not fit that character, and it's it almost sounds like nitpicking, but it ticks me off. No, it does. It, it, it's a very weird character thing, and then also. Uh, the fact that their brains are wiped whenever they go back up to the uh, the party, and the party is kind of going well, and I I, I don't know. Uh, all right, so so let, let, let's say I, I definitely will say that the second episode, episode eight, was definitely more filler than the episode four. 
Sure. It just didn't it didn't move that much along except for the end where we did learn about Cad Bane being hired to go rescue Zero the Hut uh for the yeah. for the Hut families. But that's that's about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, a lot of nothing to get there. Yeah, yeah, a, a nothing burger. I, I don't know. Let's move on to Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. What did you think of this episode? I I thought it was really neat to see that that moment where he deletes Camino from the archives, dude. This was this was like my favorite. So Tales of the Jedi has been like this really weird outlier for me, and that I didn't think it was going to be all that big. I thought it was going to be like little backstories that were kind of like because you see like the trailer, you see like the um, Ahsoka as a baby, you know that first episode, and you see all these kind of things that are like, oh, this is just going to be like this kind of backfill story, which is like cool, but you get to see it, you know, saying that you've seen it. This yeah. episode was a pivotal episode. Pivotal. In, I wrote that in my notes. Pivotal. Pivotal episode in the entire arc. Of this universe, like, well, that, that again, and that's why the the very next note says, "Just think, if she had gotten away, yeah, yep, everything changes, everything, everything under the sun changes." So, for those who don't yes. know, we're talking about episode four of the Tales of the Jedi. Um, this is uh, quick summary. Basically, Doku's already bad; he's working for Palpatine. Uh, Yaddle, who we haven't seen since like the Christmas special, like in '84. Like I like. Oh, I take that back. We saw Yaddle, I think, in one of the prequel movies on the Jedi Council or something like that. So, so for those that don't know, uh, and I, I don't know the name of the species. I don't think anybody knows the name of the species. Now, think about it. But Grogu, Yoda, and Yaddle are the only three members of that species, I guess, that we've seen in the Star Wars universe. And um, Yaddle's been around though since I want to say the '84 Christmas special or something. Yaddle's been around for a while. I don't know. I, I remember Yaddle from the 80s. I remember being like, oh, that's another Yoda. It's a Yaddle. Um, she's voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, if I'm not right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so it's like a, it's like a, she's a big pivotal character. Like, this is a very big pivotal moment. And she's a full-fledged Master Jedi, I believe, at this point. And basically, um, she goes and follows Doku, who is going to meet the Emperor, and finds out that Doku is uh, kind of the root of all this evil. I mean, this is, I mean, this is a, hugely pivotal episode and she doesn't want to fight she's trying to i think get away to go uh tell everybody else that holy crap we have been missing this the entire time and lo and behold she has to fight doku and and doku's pretty brutal about it i mean you know there's a couple of scenes in here where um you know you think she's dead she's not and then you're like oh man at the very end of it it's it's a good episode and again this is really like the kind of like the 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 Anakin being rescued from the lava type of said to me, this is like, this is a very pivotal point for Doku becoming, you know, the, the lower Sith. I mean, this is, I, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of amazed that this was in this series. I mean, this was like really, really good. Very good voice acting, very good drawings. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was super surprised by this. The, the one question I had about it was why did she lift the door that she was trapped under. Why did she lift the door right away? She knows they're they're right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Why, just just chill out. Just wait, right? Yeah, there was no, and then they'll leave. It, there shouldn't have been any hubris for her. Like she could have easily just like sat there for a while, then got out. Yeah, it, it was very weird. I don't because well, at first I thought okay, well you know she's got crushed, she's dead, she's smushed. But no, that's not the case. She's just under the you know like wedged in the in the door frame or something. Just and she lifts this big heavy massive door. 
And that takes everything out of her, so she has nothing left to fight with. Literally falls down. Like, literally yeah. falls down in front of the two of your biggest enemies that you've ever heard of in your entire life. I just, I, I don't, I mean, was she claustrophobic or something? Just just chill Oh, out. just fall the other way. Fall out and just sit and run away back to your ship. Well, now, once you've exerted yourself to 110%, you're not thinking clearly. But you didn't have to do that. You could have just chill. Okay, it was good. It, it was a very good episode. I highly recommend it. Till this Jedi, uh, season one, episode four. I mean, it, this was. I, I still am just amazed that this was inserted into this series at such a pivotal role. Actually, I've been amazed so far with all of Tales of the Jedi with Doku's um, movement over to the dark side, or at least the way that we've seen him. Well, let me say this: the way that they want the audience to understand why he moved over to the dark side. And it's yeah. and it was really good the first two episodes the one with the machine and the uh, the was it the senator's son and then um, the one where uh, you know they both fly off to find the murderer of the Jedi like those were really mm-hmm. good in showing this is why he is the way he is this one was just the pivotal moment like this was literally what he had to do you know to become the lower Sith I mean this is I don't know I, I I was really really amazed by this episode. Yeah, very, very solid. Uh, and again, there it's how long? Like 11, 12 minutes? So it's it's not yeah, about thirteen, I think. Thir- thirteen minutes. It's it's a it's it's so satisfying. It's a little. I think we said this before, right? Little vignettes, uh, little windows in time. To um, in this case, a uh, little bit of, of you know behind not behind the scenes, but if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is with the deletion of Camino thing. Yeah. it's just it, it, it's a little peek, a little sneak peek, and in this case. Yeah, a truly pivotal moment. You know she has she can't get away. She can't that that's where I start to wonder, you know, what no, it's not worth it. But I was going to say having recently watched us uh, the Spider-Man first thing, uh, you get into the multiverse, right? Had she gotten away, the what if? Yeah, what totally. If, if she'd gotten away, uh how things would have so been so radically different, but that goes nowhere. Uh, just a solid episode. I really enjoy that. And I also really enjoy like other things we've, we've done the, the really tight runtime. It, it really it is. is rewarding it when really they do is. it right. Yeah. And there, there, there's no fluff. There's scene after scene. They have to get a message across. They get it across very, very well. There might be more in that 13 minutes than I've seen in, and I'm not joking with you, uh, 10 hours of Clone Wars. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, Clone Wars is here to be a week to week episodic, you know, serial you know, kind of neat thing that you get to watch, you know, and, and enjoy. But as for movement of storyline, that 13 minutes may be the most compact 13 minutes we've seen so far, in my opinion. Well, so this, uh, this, this is tangenting a little bit, but bear with me. So you have the competing interests of old school, um, television where you have to crank out 26 episodes in a season. Okay. And the new school of, you know what? I've got, 11 episodes of story to tell. So you're going to get 11 episodes uh, every three years or something. Uh, but they're really, really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. or I've got eight episodes of story. Uh, deal with it. You know, it's so it's kind of a, everything's a trade off. So if you give me 26 episodes and five of them, or sometimes in some series, even more than that, maybe approaching half are true filler. 
real, you know, uh, every, things happen. And then at the end of the episode, you reset the board back the way it was total filler. You don't really get character insight. You don't get plot development. It, it's just a thing that happened, you know, but you get 26 episodes every week or every other week or whatever versus I only get eight episodes. They're really good episodes, but I only get eight of them. And then I have to wait a year or two or three. You, to the point where I forget the show existed. Do you think that's binge watching on a uh, on a on a new network level, or do you think that's so? so Whatever I think of this, I think of going back to my favorite series, which was Lost of all time. During like seasons three and four, there were like twenty x episodes of that. Honest to goodness, ten were complete. Ten to maybe fifteen were complete filler. Like they yeah. they would introduce a new character at the beginning of that show, and that show would have an ending of that character, and that was it. And it, yeah. and it was still good to me, though. I got like, but I wonder if it was because it was such a new idea during a network series compared to now, where it's like you get to the meat of it because you are not going to keep people's attention. It, like, like, every, like, I'm, right. I, I'm not saying everybody has ADD. I mean, it, it, I'm just saying like it's like air ADHD. Well, I'm just saying we can argue about the, yeah, the we, TikTok effect yeah, too. We, we totally can, and, and like the serotonin hits and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm just saying that like, uh. How do I say this? With Tales of the Jedi, Disney has realized that if you can make an indelible mark within 13 minutes, that's way better than stretching something out to 25, even though you may have whatever, I guess, profits. or I, I don't... Disney Plus, it doesn't matter because you play for the membership and you're done. Yeah. Um, but but I'm just saying, like, like they jumped on that, like what you said, the TikTok, the YouTube type situation where it's just like, give it to me, give it to me now, move the story. And I, and I personally don't know that that's bad. I, per- like, I, it, I it, absolutely don't say it's bad. Yeah, like we a, talked before about uh, what is it, the love, death, and robots. Oh right? yeah, those are yeah, those are, uh, those are all generally short, but they they're wildly different. Some of them are like six minutes, and some are maybe twenty. Yeah, but generally in the teens, early teens, yeah. you know, eleven, twelve, or thirteen minutes. Yeah. And uh, there's another show I can't put my finger on right now that's also like that. Um, how long were the visions? Were they yeah, about, about that? Yeah, about like that. that yeah. Yeah. Well, to, be, to be fair, though, we also have to say that we're comparing animated to non-animated some, in some instances. And animated, like, it, like not only does it pay to be succinct in your story for animated, but it also pays to be succinct in not paying people to animate for 30 minutes versus 20 minutes. You know what I mean? So, so it's like sure. a little bit. What was that? Um, you made me think of this. What was that service that launched? It was supposed to be 10 minute or less where you could watch it on the subway? Yes. Oh, source with a Q, Quibi, Quibi, Quibi? And, they, Quibi? and they failed like, well, I think that part of that is oh, failed so massively, they, they failed massively. But number one, I think that, and this is just my opinion of it. They overspent to begin with, uh, on titles and all sorts of stuff. And they had tons of investment and they spent all the investment, but then B also too, that was over COVID, which I, I you can't plan for that either. I mean, I, I'm not saying they would have made it out of a non COVID world, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, it, it was just the worst the worst thing to to, to I'm to wondering no I, where I'm going time. with that is I'm wondering if it works just it's much better with animation that sort of story yeah, totally. there's a certain type of story that works with a a 10 minute or 12 minute runtime and it, maybe it's because that's what we've seen so I'm tainted but it seems like the type of stories that work are love death and robots uh, visions tales of the jedi they are science fiction they introduce you to a maybe not an entire world, although in the case of Love, Death, and Robots, 
they did, did and yeah. it was really impressive yeah. that they because you have to lay all the groundwork you have to get everybody up to speed uh super quickly and they do and i'm always impressed by that now in the case of of tales of the jedi you don't have to get everybody up to speed i know what a jedi is but you still have to tell me where the hell we are in the in the timeline and what the character who the characters are and what they're trying to accomplish and that's also really good when you when you to see it well done is just so satisfying well i think that love death love death and robots pulls a lot from like uh anime storytelling because anime i mean it's an expensive art to do to begin with so so not saying all anime are like 20 minutes but i'm just saying like that's like the perfect like capsule to incorporate a, a given story in and um they're not as serialized, you know, or in general, anime is not as serialized as some of the visions and visions Two and tales of the Jedi are, but I actually, let me, let me take that back. I'll, I'll step, step back a second. Visions one was very serialized, right? Like we were seeing non-canon stories that were complete ideas and formations of stuff that were from a particular artist or a particular company, that type of thing. Um, visions two, same thing. We, we haven't talked about it yet, but we're, we'll get there eventually. Tales of the Jedi though, this seems contiguous. Like, we're seeing Doku turn. Like, th- th- like I feel like for the last at least three episodes, the Ahsoka episode at the beginning of episode one was kind of a I was going to say, that, that, that bucks your trend, is the Ahsoka. Yeah, the Ahsoka. But let's say, let's say every other episode, though, we're literally seeing Doku switch. I mean, that, that, I, feel like that, I feel like that's the core of this series. I, I don't, it's not, uh, I thought going into it that it was going to be serialized, you know, this is a small bit, go, you have, 15 minutes, 13 minutes, whatever it is, to tell a story that hasn't been told before. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think the goal of this series that we've watched so far is to tell Doku's story of why he turned. It. It. I did sort uh, sort of think about how. Wait, this is you know another Doku story. Didn't really click though, and so I am very curious to see going forward if your theory yeah. that it, it it basically turned into a a tales of the Doku. Uh, if that comes to fruition, I would not be at all surprised yeah. if we don't see him again. Oh, you're going the opposite way. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but well, I mean, w- really, would that w- would that really surprise you if no. Tales of the Jedi five? How many are there? Six. I don't six know. or eight? I think it's eight. Six, five, or six. Probably eight. eight. Anyway, going forward, I can, Tales of the Jedi I, I can five. Tell you right six, now, but it's, it's but just because of our conversation, I don't want to go look at the next one. So, sure. Uh, I it, if they move on to something else, I I'm not going to be surprised by that. I I'm actually a little surprised that they focused so far, like you say, uh, three episodes on Doku. So wait, do you think do you think that this one that we just watched was the penultimate? Like because he has turned now, and we know what happens after this. I don't see that this series has any obligation to finish out an arc or or anything. It's just a little window in time. Okay. And the window shows what the window shows. Fair enough. And that, that'd be great to me. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I would actually, I think part of me would be more satisfied if they moved on to other things. In the same much grander scale, uh, in the same way that, uh, you know, for God's sakes, leave the Skywalkers alone, move on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't need to keep going back to the same characters. Now, if you do, and like this episode, it's fascinating it's interesting what you know what a what a pivotal moment fantastic that's great but if you just keep going back just to go back to that same character which is effectively fan service yeah no thank you well i mean show me something else entertain me 
I'm trying to go through the Skywalker movies, though, right now. There's nothing for Doku after this. I mean, there is the fight scene that happens in episode two. But You don't know that. I don't. I, I don't. Uh, we, You're saying he didn't do anything from this episode until episode two? He has solidified himself as Palpatine's second at this point, right? Okay. What? What? You still got to go buy groceries. I mean, there's there's things you could watch or you know watch I, him do. I would go watch Doku buy groceries. Yeah. That tomato looks great to me. <laughs> That's a spot on. It has spot a spot on Doku impression. It has right a very. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it has a very tennis. <laughs> the vine is still okay. attached. Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. I I just can't think of anything else pivotal that I can remember inside the Star Wars universe that Doku still has left to do besides the fight scene. Like, I, I, I can't... Hey, you remember how you used, like, a couple years ago, you used to... You, you wouldn't shut up about it. You kept saying, I want to see more about how Ahsoka confronted, like, this super tiger when she was a little baby. Yes, remember how you wouldn't shut up about I did, that? I did. It was really weird. Yeah. Because nobody believed yeah. me. Everybody was and like, then what are finally you talking they, about? <laughs> yeah. Point being... You don't. They can tell stories. That's what they do. I agree. They tell stories, agree. and they can they can show us. You know, Doku. I don't know. He honestly, I don't know what he does. But that's the point. I don't have to know. Just show me. Entertain me. Fair enough. You pay, you pay your Disney Plus. You deserve it. All right, John. That's right. So, so good segue. What is entertaining you now? We're at, we're at, we're out of the uh, we're out of the Star Wars portion of this podcast. Give them some geekery. What are you watching right now? So, what are you enjoying? Help me out. Uh, the 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 ones that I want to mention are: uh, Have you heard of Invasion? No. Wait, wait, wait. The app, the original Apple or Secret Invasion, the new Marvel. Uh, right. No, this uh, I made these notes before Secret Invasion came out. I have not watched that yet, so I'm not going to talk about that. This is Invasion. Is it on? It's on Apple. Yeah, it's on Apple. Uh, do you know that series? Amazing series. Yes, I loved it. Did you know it was only one season? No, I thought they were making a second when season. You, well, they may be, but my point is that it's only been one season so far. I started it because I I agree with our friend William that. You need to get two or three seasons in, and now I'm going to commit no. to you, and now I'm going Invasion, to you know, watch. Invasion Season 1 was a great series. I will go on record. I don't know if I'd say great. I, I really good. Whoa. Really good. All really right. good. All right, let's talk about this. All right, let's talk about this. So, so to be fair, um, I think I finished it up probably over a year ago, so my, my memory may be a little rusty. But what did you find that you did not like? So since this season, or since this show has been out for at least a year, we're going to have some spoilers here. Yeah. So don't. So if if you want to watch this fresh off the, you know, you know, uh, not having anything going in, please uh, pause and listen back in like ten minutes because we're going to talk spoilers here because this 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 came out in twenty twenty one, I think. No, it did not. Yeah, did it? it did. It came out toward the beginning of COVID. Well, that's why that explains why I thought they had a couple seasons under their belts, and that's why I was going to pick it up. I was finally going to commit to it. We'll do some magic. So when I hit the end of season one, I'm like, "Wait, that's it? Holy crap!" But it, and I'm actually struggling right now to remember how the season ended. So oh, I remember, um, I remember exactly how the season ended. It oh, was well, do all, do it tell. Was awesome. We yeah, we waved off all the spoiler people. So yeah, go ahead. How did it end again? Okay, so so the very last scene of season one, if I remember right, 
again, 2021, almost two years ago. Um, and I've watched a lot of sci-fi since then. Uh, so the end of season one is everybody thought that the aliens were dead. Because if you remember right, the kid had the seizure. Um, yeah. And some people think that he killed the aliens. A lot of other people think that the, the U.S. Army or the Japanese and the U.S. Army sent nukes up and killed the mothership. Which if I, okay, which, yep. which, which, if right. I, which if I remember right, they do show a scene where it's crashed yep. in the Brazilian jungle at the could, at the uh, at the very end of the season. Could be, sure. Yeah, they, they, they show a scene where it's like uh, like there's a bunch of helicopters flying, and then it's like this massive. I mean, like, oh yeah, right, 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 right. Ship yep, crash yep, 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 in the middle yep. of the yep. Amazon or somewhere. It's coming back to me. Yeah, so, so keep talking. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. so so that's that that's done. And everybody and nobody understands why all the aliens literally just stop moving. Like they all just like. Just died. And everybody's celebrating. Like, everybody's going crazy. And then the Japanese girl, uh, I forget her name, uh, the communications expert specialist girl. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, she's listening to a signal and something sounds weird. And then out of nowhere, the the U.S. Army guy that flew home, that made it home, he's sitting mm-hmm. on the beach with his wife, I think? Yeah, he's sitting on the, yes. be- yeah, he's sitting on the beach with his wife. And they both look up, and there's this like absolutely massive spaceship. Like, Got it. Absolutely, like I, I, not not like 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 something that would like tower over like like no lie like a fourth of the east coast of the U.S. Like it's this massive spaceship, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, here we go!" And that's the end of the season one, and that's where season two, I'm assuming, is going to start. Is that they called for backup, and backups here. Okay. The, thank you for that because I had really forgotten all of that. So, but it came back. So, yes, a, a decent uh, cliffhanger, and I go to start season two, and it's not there. So frustrated. So I remember reading at one point, and this was probably a year or two ago, that they had started working on season two, and I don't know whether that was filming, I don't know whether that was writing, I don't know what all that entailed, but I haven't heard anything since then. So I'm starting mm. to wonder if there is going to be a season two because Apple's had some cuts or Apple Plus had some cuts. Um, yeah, I don't know. That would be that that would suck if that didn't formulate because that was a pretty. You said like you didn't like it as it much was, as I did. Uh, I I'm actually taken aback that you are this enthusiastic about it. I, I, I thought I'm it was not, solid. I, I thought it was yeah, good. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I thought that yeah. there were some definite unbelievable parts. Or not the whole thing's unbelievable. But I'm just saying there were some definite like, <laughs> like, like weird writing parts, like, like, mm. I, like, like seizure kid. I didn't get. Um, and then also yeah. too, there was a really big unbelievable part where I want to say like episode five or six where he, seizure seizure kid makes it up the rock wall in the quarry mm-hmm. that they've crashed yeah. in the bus, and then everybody's yeah. like, "Hey, we can do this too." And I'm like, "Dude, that is like a fifty foot wall of rock." And everybody's like, oh, yeah. yeah, we could climb this up. And I'm like, no, that's not real. Like, like it's just like, I don't know. I, there were some weird parts in there. And the whole, like, um, bully character kid, like, I was like, oh, this dude's just, ah, this is just It was yeah, a little over the top. Yeah, exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but still, it was it was good. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the show itself. I enjoyed the take on the aliens that they were... Um, impervious i mean they're, they're yeah. like un, un unkillable not not unkillable but just different than what un- you normal think 
an alien would look sure. like. Like I don't know, it was just kind of odd. The way they moved around was was I thought that was that was uh, properly creepy. You know, yeah. like like they they shoot out the points, yeah, like they yeah. walk on points. Yeah. Um, that was nice. I I actually deeply appreciated how they were not explaining everything. In the early episodes. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, I agree you're with there with the characters and they don't have any idea what's going on. Yeah, I agree with that. So you would not know what the hell is going on. And I, I was like, really into that. I, I, you know, drag it out as much as, as, um, okay, I'm starting to remember, as it makes sense. I'm starting to remember more about the show, too. The, uh, the doctors, uh, the, well, she wasn't a doctor. She was like, she had trained medically, but she was like a house mom and like, and she still had her doctor knowledge. That character, yeah. or let me take the back. The husband's character was super unbelievable. Like he had found like the really yeah he had found like he would found he was super jerk. I mean he was a total no, asshole. I totally but... agree. That's what made him unbelievable. Like he was like so oh. like because I remember like 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 they were like leaving to get out of town from the aliens, and he's yes. like I found somebody else. I'm sorry. And then like uh, it, I don't know. It was just, that was weird. You've never you've never tasted the forbidden. No, love, stop Eric. it. I think you're stop it. When you find uh, seriously, it's, I mean that's how it, 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 he's so over the top jerk. But they, they kind of explain it because he knocked her up. She's like the she's his true love, not this person that apparently he had to marry. Or I'm just filling in details here. But with the two kids that he she's loves, she's carrying his kid. No, she's carrying his kid. No, she's like an Instagram food influencer or something stupid. I remember it was this. I was sitting there like, what was going on here? But she's preggers with this uh, child. No, oh no, this is terrible. Like I remember, a, he, I remember watching it being like, being like, okay, she's gonna be like some kind of Instagram person. Oh yeah, she does food. And I'm just like, oh, this can't be happening. And then he's like, yeah, I was gonna leave you like next week or something. And I'm like, number one. Like you do, you man. I mean, if you're gonna leave, if you're gonna leave your wife for this, whatever. It's stupid, but whatever. You do your thing. But telling her when aliens are attacking and you're trying to get out of town that you're gonna that you're planning on leaving her, I was like, this is. I'm this I'm is really surprised. I have a very different take on this. He was trying to justify why he was acting the way he was acting. Do you mean the Do you mean the fact that he was like slamming? I remember he was like like hitting his hand on the door, like take me, leave the kids. Yeah. Oh my god! That, that unbelievable yeah. character, yeah. unbelievable character. That I, I that moment that you're describing right there, where he was like, "You, you just screw this! I'm out of here! Take me! Take me! Take me! Get me away from these people!" That did push the boundary of would someone really do that? No. But then later, when you realize that you know he's trying to get to his pregnant mistress, it kind of made sense. It right? does he's not. A deeply committed family man. He he's he, he wants to stand up and do the right thing. Deeply family oh man this that was i know i I know i know know you're being sarcastic here i understand this but i'm just saying like like that was that was really to me like what is this character doing and then they like she has like the romance with the other doctor at some point too or some other doctor in the hospital whatever and i was just like oh this is just that I, i i i appreciated that view of the situation that that is one thing that that show really did really well though it set up Multiple views of a situation that happens across the world at the same time, and that that was that was actually a pretty good. Um, I don't know the, the way that they did that was pretty well, in my opinion. I I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I, the, the points you're making about the characters and and unbelievability that that's getting to where why I said it was good. It was really good, yeah. not great, but it was it was good. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. It was it was good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Have you, I mean, I wanted another season, and, and so that tells you something. Yeah, agreed. 
Yeah. And also, too, I think that if I remember right, that was 2021. That was one of the first big productions Apple did. So mm. I wonder if subsequent seasons will not have the budget that uh, that one had. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I was sure like is. that. It really is. because, yeah. And not to say that the effects on that show were amazing, but they were still decent. Like you, They were believable. And I think that if you go another level down because you don't have the budget, it may not be believable. You know what I mean? Like, or not, not as believable. Well, no, you should go, at that point, you should go all the way to B-movie status yep, and, like, have, like, pu- puppets. Like, you know, oh, yeah. no, the aliens. Like, and literally, like you puppets. see the guy's little yeah. hand moving inside the puppet. Yes. Like, Goes full-on B-movie. I'm an alien. Hi. And he, like, shoots the little dagger out, stabs the <laughs> gun in the back of the neck. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, so uh, have you been watching Silo? I wasn't sure if we wanted to discuss that because, oh. have you finished Silo? I finished it, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is true spoilers. Is that just that just came do out? Do we want do we want to talk about do we do we want to talk about spoilers? I think I think with this one since it's so new, especially I think the last one came out like last week. I think we should dance around the ending. Or- I don't want to dance around. I want to postpone it to like the next podcast so we can talk about it then. I don't want to. The I don't want to. Podcast is like a week away. We can't if we're gonna do it. Do it now. That's plenty of time. Or you okay? So you want to just full on spoil it up? No, we'll wait. We'll wait. Because yeah. it's all about, well, it's all about that. Okay, but I, I, it's mostly about. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 way it goes. no, 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 no. So I'm talking about. Uh, it's, Fine. So, so I got. You're proving my point. I got, I got, one, I got one more season or uh, one more show that I want to talk about. Season two, James Bay's Cook. Have you watched it? I have not. No, sorry, John. I've been busy. You, you. It's a cooking show. You made me shashuska. You made me shashuska off that show. It was delicious shashuska. But you made it uh, off of that yes, first season. Yes, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. And yeah. you have not watched season two. I It's into my list. Jeez. All right. All right. Well, I, have something, I have something that I'm sure you've watched that I just got around to uh, recently. All right, let's go. Venom. I have not watched Venom. And what? What? I have not watched either of them. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, sorry, I man. thought I was like the last guy in the, you know, yeah, last guy it. standing. I finally got around to watching him. Okay, well, so much for that, then. I I like Tom Hardy. I really do. Tom Hardy is a great actor. I've enjoyed anything that he's been in with Christopher Nolan. I've I've loved all that stuff. But I just, I, I, Venom, I just didn't... So here's what we're going to talk about. Okay. Ready? Yeah. You need to watch those movies. Both of them? Yeah. All right. I mean, why not? Yeah, I'm not not, not saying I think, I, 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 I wasn't prepared... I should have been prepared to con- compare and contrast one and two, but I'm going to say that yes, watch both. The first one certainly was because for some reason I had a very negative impression of of Venom that it was well maybe not very negative yeah why but a less than positive impression of Venom that it didn't do well it was not well received uh, did not get good reviews and people were like eh. So let's, let's, I think that was wrong. I think that was my misunderstanding. It's a solid film. It's a solid superhero movie. So is that because it was at the time that Venom 1 came out, it was Fox versus Disney? Perhaps. Does the average person care about that? I think it did do. It did It did well enough to get a sequel. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, and I went back and looked. Uh, the ratings really aren't that bad. They're pretty pretty positive. So I think I just had a, a misimpression uh, of the Venom series, and I'm glad that I went back finally and, and watched them because they were quite enjoyable flicks. Okay, cool. I will watch them. Yeah, you, you, 
Yeah, I, 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 I've never, I've never, um, how do I say this? Like, I've never not wanted to watch them. I've just never wanted to watch them. I don't know. It's like one. Of those... I've always wanted to watch them. I just didn't want to pay a lot of money to rent them. Yeah, but they're they're streaming now, right? Or are they on Disney? I guess because Fox uh, Disney bought Fox. They are not on Disney. I did have to pay, but it was like a sale, like two bucks. Okay, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. I mean, it's, it's a you know feature film. It's it's long and hey, everything. Me... And plus, uh, he pops up. This is what really kicked my interest. He pops up right at the in the what the end credits of um, No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So they're they're bringing it together. They're, you know, they're yeah, they're getting they're, a band they're, together. Yeah, so. they're merging the Fox. They know what they're doing. That was the whole that yeah. was the whole point of buying them. Um, X Men, here we go. I'm all for it. I love my X Men. Yeah. So hope you enjoyed podcast number thirty nine. John, how was your beer? It was delicious as always. Thank you, Sweetwater. Mine was mine was just kind of good. Like you see, I'm like, what did you what did you drink again? It is the Stone Brewing. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I, I've seen that. Vengeful I, I don't know IPA. what that tastes like. But I, I'm going to yeah. say, and, and usually I don't drink beers bad because I like all beers. Um, it was okay. Like, I like, it, I mean, like it wasn't a bad beer. Is it like a crispy IPA? No, or not haze? at all. No? No. Okay. It wasn't even hazy. It was like a like a middle of the road. Like, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, it was just kind of there. We are so spoiled for, for choice. Oh, we totally It's are. just a regular delicious IPA. No big deal. Yeah, it is. I'm sure other people are like, oh, this is the best beer ever. I'm sure if you go on um, uh, Untapped, they'll be like, oh, yeah. It was great. It was it was good. It wasn't it didn't blow me away. Mm. But, you know, it was good. All right, anyways. Uh, all right, so this is episode 39. We had episode 40 coming up. Uh, well, not disappointment for my beer. Uh, episode forty coming up next. I think we may have to get some Chimay. I think was it was it episode twenty or twenty five that we drank the Chimay? I think it was twenty. You're you're asking way too much of me. I know I am. I think it was twenty. So I'm gonna get us some Chimay for the next episode. It sounds like it would be a, a twenty kind of. thing. Yeah, I think it was like every twentieth episode. I was like, oh, I had it in my mind. I was like, hey, every twentieth episode we're gonna do Chimay. We're gonna do a really good beer. So we'll get some Chimay for the next episode. Uh, so next episode is episode forty. We're gonna be uh, reviewing. And this is really weird. Oh. Clone Wars episode 22 from season one, Hostage Crisis. So again, like Very I said, strange. yeah, if you haven't listened to the front end of this podcast, we are going on a completely weird timeline based on the chronological order. I have no clue whatsoever why we are jumping back to season one, episode 22, Hostage Crisis. But we will also be reading Hostage Crisis from, I guess, another viewpoint, uh, which is uh, the Clone Wars stories from Light and Dark, which is a book that came out. Probably about four years ago. So um, we're going to be getting, I guess, probably the Clone Wars episode version of the story. And then also from the Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark book version of the story. So that that might be kind of neat. And then we're also going to be watching Clone Wars episode 9 of season 3, which is The Hunt for Zero, which I think is the extension of what we talked about tonight. Um, Until then... John, thanks for drinking with me. Thanks for talking with me tonight. Good times. Thank you. And we will see you guys next time. Stay safe. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode 39. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with Mr. Family Man, Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us. been busy.